0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Ladies and gents, all things covered, listeners and viewers. Once again, we back at it. Outstanding show for you guys. And listen, listen, if you're a fan of quality defensive play, this is the show for you. If you're a fan of sacking the quarterback. This is the show for you. And when it comes to Dallas Cowboy fans, oh man, I know you guys are ecstatic about this show. This guest, second round pick in 2014 out of Boise State, eight year NFL pro, two time pro bowler. He's almost at that 50 sack number, 48 and a half sacks on his career. He just signed a nice, nice deal by the Dallas Cowboys. No other than Demarcus Tank Lawrence. Join us here. All things covered. Pat P., Brian McFadden. Tank, how you feeling?
0: Feeling great, man. Glad to get my deal done. You know, glad to, you know, be able to come back to the Dallas Cowboys and go for another ring. I mean, not another ring, but you understand, like keep yeah. going on this journey of chasing, chasing this ring. So uh being able to, you know, have the opportunity to finish and do the you know deed in Dallas, you know, that's all anybody can ever ask for.
1: Yeah. What was the feeling like for you? Um, you know, some a lot of fans. We're we're a bit unsure, not knowing if they would be able to give you an extension. But when you finally got word, what the numbers looked like, and of
0: course you and your representation were all
1: in for it, what was the feeling?
0: I mean, shoot, man, just just going through those, you know, last couple of weeks, man, it was very stressful, you know, uh, thinking like, you know, got to move my family, kids got to get set up, new schools, all that mess. So you know, uh, being able to, you know, sit down with Steven and, you know, talk face to face, man to man and understand, like, you know, what they was having problems with and also uh, understanding what I needed out of the deal and, you know, what I was worth. So uh, being able to come to that understanding and they agreed on it, you know, shoot, you know, that was the best news I, I can ever get, you know. what yeah. Was there a point where you thought you were not maybe would be playing elsewhere? Yeah. I mean, this week, you know, (laughs) Really? wow. (laughs) Yeah. Everything goes down this week, uh, you know, uh, with the releases, uh, you know, trying to uh, get the cap space for your teams that you want, or, you know, trying to grab the players that you want in this uh, free agency deal, you know? So uh, I thought, you know, shoot, like, I mean, if they can't get my number down, you know, or if I can't get my, you know, 30 mil guaranteed over two years then shoot, I'm out the door, you know, and, yeah, so being able to you know get it done, shoot, and just being able to stay in Dallas, boy, I'm in a good place.
2: Yeah, man, all right. we can all tell that you're in a good place. And like you said, you had a, you was in a, uh, you went through a range of emotions today. Obviously, signing the deal, making it an official today, but also some other news came out of Dallas that end up uh, going going out to Denver. Your counterpart, partner, uh, Randy, uh, Randy. So what what like what was your emotion when you when, when it when you first got when you first saw that he signed with you guys then end up, you know, initially uh initially signing with you guys, then end up going over to uh, to Denver. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh so actually me and my boys was in the weight room, uh left the weights this morning. And, you know, we get the news, you know, Randy don't sign back with us, you know, so we all, you know, in a crump, whatever. So uh I got in the car, you know, and I'm driving home and my agent called me, he's like, damn, bro, you lost Randy. I'm like, man, what you talking about? You know, <laughs> he's like, he he gone to Denver. I'm like, huh? Like, I could have sworn he just told me Randy was up this time of his contract. Like, yeah. you gotta be kidding, you know? So, you know, like I said earlier, you know, all this craziness with the free agency and, you know, they always putting out speculations of what they think going on or what they hearing, you know? So uh, all I can say is, you know, best to Randy, man. I I appreciate you know the friendship, the the teammate that he is, you know, and you know being able to play with him all those years. Um, you know, shoot, I I just wish him the best, and I'm just glad he got paid.
2: And would yeah. you welcome Avon Miller to Dallas? Although you know we know that he's a free agent, and we all we all know that it's a lot of cap space that mm-hmm. need to be worked out or whatever. But would you welcome Avon Miller to, Dal- to Dallas?
0: Of course, man. you know, any, any, anybody, you know, that's going to help, you know, us get to the level that we need to play at and uh, that's Super Bowl level. And, um, you know, Vaughn don't capitalize um, twice, you know, on winning the Super Bowl. And, you know, he's a great defense end. I mean, shoot, man, we'd be lucky to get Vaughn, you know, happy to uh, play with Vaughn and we'll see what's up. Yeah, I mean, that
1: defense, if you guys can add, I got like Vaughn Miller, especially the last time we saw Vaughn, he's still sacking Joe Burrow. Then you got yourself, you got Parsons, you got Diggs in the yeah. back end. Whew, boy, yeah. you, you Parsons and uh, and, and Vaughn and yourself, man, that, that's a trifecta when it comes to rushing the passer. So y'all boys going to be fighting to get sacks if that happens.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's the best way to do it, you know? Sure. if you ain't got no competition, you ain't going to work hard enough, you know, in order to get there, so, shoot. And then, plus the first man always, the man that missed.
1: No question, no question.
0: People don't realize that.
1: People don't realize that. Well said, well said. Well, when you look at the business side of things, when it comes to NFL and the roster, the personnel, you see new faces and new places all the time. But how challenging was it for you guys to lose a guy like Amari Cooper based on just the business?
0: You know, it's very hard, uh, you know, thinking you have the recipe, you know, to be a Super Bowl team and then losing the keep key piece on your offense, uh, shoot, I mean, it's very hard. Now, you know, uh, you look at it as, like, are we in a rebuilding stage or, you know, what pieces are we missing, you know, whatever. But, you know, deep down, you know, there ain't no place, you know, for me to, you know, sit here and worry. My my job is only to, you know, get better and help the guys that's around me get better, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, even though, you know, Mari's a brother, a teammate, you know, shoot, sometimes we have to, you know, part ways and, you know, go on our own journeys, you know. So, shout out to Amari, you know, man. You know, keep doing your thing, you know. But, shoot, at the end of the day, like, only thing we can do is, you know, keep getting better with the guys that surround us.
2: Yeah. And Amari is definitely uh, one of the lead, uh, best route runners in uh, by far. You know, had the opportunity to go. By, against by far. Yeah, yeah by, by far. So, uh, well, before we – before we uh, uh, talk about your your current days in Dallas, we're gonna go backwards a little bit. Describe the culture shock um, you experienced growing up in South Carolina, then going to Kansas for JUCO, then uh, to Boise State. How was that?
0: <laughs> yeah, man, so, you know, growing up in small city of South Carolina, uh, I mean, it was peaceful. It was peaceful, but also lonely, mm. you know? So, you know, I grew up in the woods, you know, by mm. myself or whatever. Uh, both of my siblings are older than me. So, mm-hmm. you know, shoot, I had to thug it out by myself in the woods or whatever. But that's that's how I learned to actually pass rush, you know, just running through the woods, you know, dodging trees, spinning on the trees, you know, doing cross shots on the trees, whatever. At what, you know, age, so, at, at what age
1: were you doing this? Shoot, in the I,
0: was, I was doing it ever since like 15, you know, once rude. I started uh, high school football, yeah. So, you know, uh, that's how I learned how to pass rush. Uh, And then, um, you know, shoot, just being in a 2A small area and not, you know, having the right grades uh, coming out of high school, I had to take the JUCO route. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I went to Boise in Kansas, that was a real culture shock, you know, uh, first time being away from uh, mom and dad. And also, shoot, like, you know, you know how JUCO goes, like, it be top talent at JUCO, but like, them boys don't got into some deep, you know, deep stuff down uh, there the road so it's like we got players from Florida, South Carolina, you know, D1 players that's that's out there that you got to compete with for a job. So uh back in 2010, they only had uh 11 man out of state rule where only 11 players out of state can play uh every year. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, a red shirt my first year cuz I had this guy named uh Tank uh Cornelius Carradine in front of me. And uh you know, he went on to go play uh for Florida State and then uh then San Francisco 49ers. Yep, tank deep deep in. Yeah. yeah, so yep. tank was in front of me. So yeah. uh y'all know everybody called me tank too, right? No, nope. yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you I didn't so, know y'all was in the same Juco. Yeah, we was in the same Juco. So that's that's why I had the red shirt that uh my first year, because he was in front of me and they only gotcha. put 11 uh men. So uh he basically filled my position. And they was like, man, you gonna have to chill. You know, so uh so uh there's like yeah man, shoot you ain't no starter, man. So you're gonna have to uh give up that name. Uh tank. Nobody can't call you tank no more. So they're calling me little tank.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you shoot, you know, somebody trying to look man, you really'll piss you off, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, it's, it's, it's an insult. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know that made me go even harder, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh my first offer was from Boise State, uh, before I even played, you know, one game at Butler. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, shoot, I was like, man, shoot, man, that's that's love right there. Like not being able to see, you know, my talent on display, but also, you know, showing the courage and the faith in me in order to give me a scholarship, you know, I'll bet, You know, so I was like, all right, cool, you know, like that's probably number one where I'm gonna go, you know. But uh once I started getting them offers in from, you know, Miami, uh Tennessee, you know, mm. Oklahoma, all them shoot. You know, boy, eyes got big. So, yeah. you know. but uh, what what really stood out about boys is uh, uh the head coach going down to South Carolina and uh, Chris Peterson visiting with my mom and dad and uh you know really explaining to them um what he was you know working on up in Boise and trying to you know make men out of the out of the uh, players instead of you yeah. know just trying to use the players to you know, get his shine, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that, that really felt felt good with them. And, you know, shoot, I was like, all right, bet, you know, Boise loyal, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're going to do the right thing. by me. And shoot, I was headed to Boise after that. But shoot, man, I think Kansas really set it off for me. Once I went to Kansas and seeing the culture out there, I was like, shit, can't get worse than this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> You know where I'm at? I'm just not going back
1: to South Carolina. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, no doubt. Cool story. Cool story. And because oh, of your success in both uh locations, there at Butler and at Boise, you get drafted in the second round by the Cowboys. So your first year with the Cowboys, you were essentially replacing a guy that shares this your, your name in Demarcus Ware. Uh, did you feel any pressure coming in after Demarcus Ware left?
0: Oh, of course. Uh, shoot. You know, I think that's probably, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, I broke my foot uh, my rookie year mm-hmm. uh, coming out in uh, training camp. You know, just uh, I feel like not prepared, not totally prepared, you know, for that moment. And uh, meaning, like, um, as, as a rookie, you want to go in free, you know, uh, being able to, you know, be the player that you want to be. Yeah. You know, so once 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 they see you as replacing somebody and filling their shoes, you know, especially a caliber player like that, you know, shoot, you you ain't got no uh room to uh how I want to put it, you ain't got no room to fail, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so uh it's either you know get down or lay down, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't totally prepared for that uh mentally. Yeah, you know, so uh you know, being able to be in that position. You know, also, you know, helped me build, you know, my character and my mindset to where I am now of, you know, going out there and just dominating, understanding that it ain't no such thing as fear. You know, it, it's something that we create, you know, uh, ourselves, but also just understanding, like, I'm that guy, you know, and anybody that lines up in front of me is going to get it regardless. So yeah. once, once I figured that out, it was all great, you know,
2: after that. And with you saying you've been the youngest of three, where did you get that mentality from? Did that come from your mom, your dad, your your boys you grew up with? Like, where did that mentality come from?
0: Uh, I really think my dad. You know,
2: um, you know,
0: just being able to watch him grow up. Um, you know, I really, really understood like, shoot, how a man, you know, supposed to stand, stand firm. You know, uh, understand, you know, what he's talking about, and also. Understand, you know what he wants out of life, and ain't don't don't take nothing, you know. Uh, don't take no 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 stuff from anybody, you know. Understanding that, you know, you are king of your own world, and you make it what it is.
2: Right. And speaking of your rookie season, that playoff game against the Lions, how did you mentally bounce mm-hmm. back? Nearly nearly sealing the game with the fumble recovery, to actually sealing the game with a sack fumble recovery. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, <laughs> that was wild, uh, you know, being able to just be in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, uh, after a couple of seasons, you you look back on, on those moments, You like, I really don't even remember, it. you know, <laughs> the joy that I had in that moment. But, you know, I understand it every time I see it, right. you know. So uh, looking back on that moment, man, you know, I mean. It's really special because, you know, um, I feel like, you know, that's why I learned uh, how to be resilient, you know, uh, not having, you know, the highs and lows, uh, the concepts of of a game, you know, understanding that, you know, even though, you know, I messed up, you know, I made a bad play, the game was over, I should have laid down, you know, even though that happened, you know, I still had the opportunity to go out there and, you know, make a change. You know, so once 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 I got through that and understood like you know, I could be resilient, you know, still go out there and make a change, make a play, shoot, I was good after that. But just making a play, shoot, it, it was a dope experience for sure. As a rookie, especially, you know, coming coming off that uh, uh foot injury, like shoot, it was it was a big moment for me because you know, I'm still out here trying to feel D wear shoes, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So let's get to the next week
1: during that postseason run for you guys. It's been over seven years, right? What, it? Yeah, it's been over seven, <laughs> seven years and people still having arguments in barbershops. You know, was it a catch? Was it not a catch? Uh, one of the more controversial plays in NFL history, to say the least. But what are your thoughts on that Des Bryant catch that was called a no catch? What are your thoughts on that? And it's a two part question. What are your thoughts on the catch that wasn't called a catch? And would you guys have beaten Seattle the following week?
0: see, this is the thing. I had to live through this pain, you know, uh, Dez caught it. And, you know, also going through my ups and downs of of that season. And then, you know, being able to make it to the playoffs as a rookie Mm and having the opportunity to win a Super Bowl as a Dallas Cowboy, it's like, shoot, like I could have retired after that year, you feel (laughs) me? You know, so, uh, you know, man, but I feel like he caught it, but Know, I feel like the next week, uh, a similar situation happened, you know, and they called it a catch,
2: yes, yes, -hmm. they they
0: did, you know. So, uh, you know, I at the the end of the day, man, we can say what we want to say, you know, we we know how politics work, you know, but at at the end of the day, all
2: we can do is just play the game that we love, (laughs) yeah, no doubt about it. And well, you know, speaking of. You know, your Dallas Cowboys, two years later, you guys were led uh, by the fourth rounder rookie, Dak Prescott, um, to a three and three record before falling to the Packers in the playoffs again. Did you notice something special from Dak right away? Oh, of course. Um, I'm sorry, that was know, 13 and three, not 13 and three, 13
0: and three. Yeah. But uh, of course, uh, you know, just his demeanor, you know, how he carried himself. Um, you know, shoe just understanding the offense, you know, as a rookie and being able to control it, uh, shoot, man. And then plus, you know, his bond with Zeke, you know, and the wire receivers, his connection, uh, you know, with those guys. So, you know, as a quarterback, you know, you really need those things, uh, you know, great communication, you know, connection with your, uh, running back and receivers, offensive line. And, you know, that had a total package, you know, um, you know, you wouldn't expect that. You know, from from a you know a light skinned guy. You know, you think that you'd try, <laughs> you know, but you know, he he got some swagger to him, man. And uh, you know, you, you need that. You know, especially you know, controlling an offense or a defense. You know, or or a group of men. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And ain't nobody gonna listen to no square,
2: right? Uh, and you, you had know. opportunity to play against one of the what 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 I think is. Um Obviously, he have not played a ton of ball, but when he was in there, he, he put up great numbers with mm-hmm. Tony Romo. Um, what was the, I guess, the biggest difference in the locker room between Dak and Tony? Because we know Tony was a, 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 a I mean, a, a football guru, knew the game in and out. As we know, a great locker room guy can put the ball wherever. But was there a difference between those two in the locker room? Uh.
0: I mean, not necessarily, cause Tony will hang out with you too. You feel me? Yeah. So um, I just say more, more vocal. I I'd say Dak is, you know, uh, okay. more, more of a vocal leader in the locker room, okay. you know, and and uh, you know, making sure uh, we we spend time with each other, you know, as a team and. You know, shoe just understanding his players, I feel like, you know, Dak, you know, un- me personally, Dak is, you know, a better captain, you know, because I don't spend more time with him also. Mm-hmm. I only got to spend, like, what, one or two years with Tony. Yeah. yeah. You know, Tony clicked up by then, you feel me? He yeah. got,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, And you was, uh, was a young
0: pup at the, the time. time. Did, yeah, he got all them boys with him, so shoot, <laughs> I was late to the dinner table. <laughs> 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 Yeah. So hey, hey. So
1: Tank, let's transition to uh, individually for you. 2017. That was your breakout season. 14 and a half sacks, all all pro appearance, major first Pro Bowl. You finished fourth in the defensive play of the year voting that year. What clicked for you?
0: Uh. So actually, funny story. Uh, you know, uh, I decided that year I was gonna go down to Florida and train. Uh, with my boy, uh, his name Ken Bishop. Mm-hmm. And uh, shoot, he was taking me to this little uh, college, you know, um, I forget where it's at, but little college, like right outside of Miami. Uh, I'm like, man, what are we going to this uh, college for, man? She's trying to, you know, look at little girls, son. He's like, nah, bro, uh, you know, uh, Pat P dad uh, be training up here. I was like, okay. You yeah. know, so uh, I got up there, uh, you know, and I started uh, training with your dad and Bush bit, you Yeah. know, yeah, shoot, and basically, shoot, Bush Fit, Bush Fit got my uh, speed right, you know, my agility right, and shoot, man, it was just, you know, better for my body, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, being able to bend the edge, you know, and shoot, use my speed and power how I wanted to, shoot, I had the whole package that year, you know, and, uh, you know, shout out to your pops, man, shout out to Bush Fit, you know, for, you know, helping me out, you know, and uh, shoot, that, that was one thing, you know, that all season workout. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I changed that regimen. And then, shoot, just understanding, like, shoot, third year, shoot, this the money year. You, you, right. this, this, this year make you a break. You know what I'm saying? And so being able to understand that and also, you know, get the proper training that I, I got.
2: Yeah, I, I was in you know, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of that. I knew exactly what college you talking about, too. but I can't yeah. think of it. it's right there is in front of an airport. Yeah, it was, in my, it was in Miami. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about, Tank. Already, <laughs> but what was <laughs> your uh, pull up with the truck? Yeah, the black uh, three F three fifty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what was your experience like playing uh, under the franchise tag, and uh, what what kind of relief was it getting a long term deal, not having to worry about playing on the one year deal? Mm-hmm. And also, a two-part question: What was it like negotiating, you know, your life-changing deal with the Jones family? Yeah. So, uh, actually, first, real quick, I saw you. Probably mm-hmm. he probably wasn't uh, negotiate your deal when he was in the Bahamas because I saw him on his uh, on his yacht out there at uh, in Albany. <laughs> when back, you, back then? Yeah, uh, last week. Your are nah. Talk
1: about Jerry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey bro, I'ma tell you about this story, but you know, we keep it under the wraps until later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so uh franchise tag. So I got franchise tag my first year. Uh and and with that, uh, you know, I feel like that was one of the most stressful, you know, years ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the reason they call it the franchise tag, because you're on a one year, you know, exclusive deal, you know, after that. Uh, you a free agent all over again. So, you know, I had, you know, the concept of basically I'm one foot in one foot out. Yeah. You know, so now, you know, I fell into, uh, not being disciplined enough to understand that I was living my life like that also, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, you know, that's, that's how I was going all around one foot in one foot out, you know, and, and not uh, understanding that in order to, you know, get the total results, results that you're looking for, you know, out of some, you got to be all the way in, No question. you know, so uh, like, you know, I was thinking like, all right, you know, shoot, I don't have 14 and a half sacks, you know, now I go get double digits. Shoot. If I can do 14 and a half, shoot, I probably can beat the record, you know? So, but I'm like, well, shoot, like, I don't want to actually give them everything that I got, you know what I'm saying? Cause, I get this number, then they ain't going to do nothing but let me go to be a free agent, you know what I mean, because they can't afford me. Yeah. You know, so it's like, what what should I do, you know? And I I was basically confused, you know, and, you know, being able to have a coach like Coach Marinelli, you know, to let me know also, you know, know, that sometimes, you know, greatness calls us, you know, out of the dark and it's up to us to step up as a man to, you know, f- fulfill our dreams. So, I, you know, I was, I was, you know, scared. You know that I was like, man, I'm about to sit here and try to, you know, win a Super Bowl for this team, and then they ain't gonna do nothing but let me go be a free agent. You know, and after that year, you know, being able to, uh, you know, have an off season and then talk to uh, Stephen Jones. So I'm actually in uh, San Diego. And my agent calls me around this time, uh, four to five years ago. Um, and he was, uh, basically he was like, uh, yeah, man, uh, the Cowboys ain't trying to, you know, uh, give you a hundred mils, you know, they, they trying to give you this number or whatever. I was like, man, look, you know, uh, tell Mr. Jones, you know, like my phone is open. Like, if we're going to get the deal done, you know, give me a call, you know? So, uh, he gave me a call, you know, so I'm, I'm talking on the phone with him. And he was but like, which, uh, which Steven uh Jared? Steven, Stephen. Okay. He was like, yeah, yeah, D Law, uh, you know, man, we gotta pay uh we gotta pay Dak next year, we gotta pay Amari this year, Zeke, you know, uh, we got all these guys to pay. You know, and I don't know, some of them he was like, man, you gotta tell them the truth. You know, and I, I was like, man, Steven, uh, you know, that's the lay of the land, like. I got a job to do and you got a job to do. That's your job, you know? So, you know, I feel <laughs> I feel sorry that you got to handle these responsibilities. But, like, if you want me to play for you, you know, these are my numbers, you know? And he's like, well, hell, DeMarcus, you asking for this much. Uh, do you even really want to be a Cowboy? And, you know, I had to explain to him, like, man, look, man, I'm trying to build my legacy here in Dallas. You know, you know how much, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys mean to me and all, but if you can't sit here and agree you know, to something like this, when I don't start here and stress myself out years upon years, and then, you know, show you got to work the money, you know, and if you can't do it, it's all good, you know, just let me go somewhere, go somewhere else. And he was like, all right, hell, we're going to give it to you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, you know, once he did that, I was like, man, oh man, you know, it's all good. Now I can stay in Dallas, you know, everything great. Yeah. You know, so uh, this time came around, you know, and I was like, shit, I kind of did my own deal last time. So like, don't don't sit here and wait deep into, you know, free agency, you know, to go and talk to him and let him know, like, this is what you this is what I want, you know. And also, like, I ain't ain't taking nothing else. But, you know, or you gonna have to let me walk for real this time, you know. So uh, I went up there and seen him. He was like. You know, uh, all right, we're going to we're going to try to get close to your number, you know, uh, like so don't get mad at me. You know, we good, but don't get mad at me if you see a number, you know, or something that you don't like
2: mm-hmm. or whatever.
0: So I was like, all right, I got you. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he uh, sent me over a number and I'm like, man, what is this shit, bro? Like, <laughs> like why, why are y'all sitting here playing with me? You know, understanding like. Shoot, I got a family to raise, you know. Like, shoot, I'm not gonna sit here and be transporting my family all across the world, you know, just because of my profession. You feel me? So, uh, I, I was like, all right, bet I'm gonna just have to send all on the an email and let them know. What like,
1: was the, hey Tang, what was the first number?
0: <laughs> you don't wanna know, man. It's, it's, it's disrespectful. I feel like it's disrespectful to me. And also disrespectful for what I did, you know, for the Dallas Cowboys. You we know, know sure. we
1: know what you finally got, because you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's out. So what was? The, let, let us hear the number. What that number was? Like one
0: year, one year, ten million dollars. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. You did, you did a great job in negotiating a better deal based on what you got. And for our listeners and viewers, don't know exactly what Tank just received. You can go ahead and find out easily. But yeah,
0: wow. So you yeah, told him it was so-
1: disrespectful, and then what happened?
0: Yeah, I felt like it was disrespectful, and, you know, I told him, like, hey, man, um, you know, uh, Cowboys did a lot for me. I thank y'all for everything y'all done, but, you know, I think it's time for us to uh, part ways. I I wish that y'all cut me, you know, and, uh, you know, Stevens like, all right, you know, I'm about to bring you offer to Jerry, you know, see what he says, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, he's going to be pretty pissed about it because he just gave you 65 mil. <laughs> 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 so 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 my response was like he ain't give me shit, you know, like I earned it. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so if if Jerry wants to keep me here, like he has to understand that this is what I'm worth. And plus, I'm I'm actually showing love and helping y'all out. You know what I mean? Like by offering y'all the relief in, in cap space, you know, by doing this deal with me. So like, let's go out here and let's have a fruitful, you know, free agency, you know, pick up the guys that we need in order to win a Super Bowl, you know, because if I ain't getting this number, I won't be here to help. Yeah. You know, and shoot, Jerry's like, man, shoot, D-Law been faithful, faithful to us for the last seven, eight years. Like, give him his damn money. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry came in and got it straight, huh? Jerry came and got a straight, man. Appreciate you, Jerry.
1: Appreciate you, Steven, man. You know, they need to start calling Jerry the candy man, boy. He make sure everybody gets paid.
2: Absolutely.
1: Pay. No question. And, and for our listeners and viewers that might not know this regarding DeMarcus and his career so far, he's the only defensive end to have his last seven years financially guaranteed. Mm. That's almost unheard of. So, Hats off to you and the job that you've done to be able to put out a product that will warrant guaranteed money over the last seven years. So you've been doing a heck of a job and not to mention, mention, you're doing a great job negotiating as well.
0: Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now let's go ahead and transition to the current group of guys defensively that you play alongside. Last year, I and I called this draft pick for you guys in the first round. You guys drafted yeah. Michael Parsons. Um, outstanding, great rookie season, one of the all-time great seasons for a rookie defensively. But what impressed you the most with Parsons, and where can he continue to grow to develop his game to be one of the all-time greats, you think?
0: Uh, i say what impressed me the most is him being so uh, dual threat, being able to play a linebacker and De'Anne. Mm-hmm. I that is that is very slim to rare, you know, being able to play middle line back, control the defense and also step down there and put your hand in the dirty and and actually, you know, be effective and good at it. You know what I mean? So uh being able to see him do both, you know, uh in training camp, you know, and he's going against, you know, one of the best and you know, working them. You feel me? And I'm like, this cat is actually good, but uh, I mean, shoot, man, that boy got the whole package, um, speed, you know, agility, um, the band, uh, but what I also feel like he can get better on is, uh, using his hands and his pass rush, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, understanding that, that he's faster than, them, faster than, uh, the guy in front of him, but also understanding, you know, once he speed him up, he can go speed the power. You know, yeah. and put them on their butt. You feel me? Hey, so. hey, hey, hey. So
1: I want you to put your coach hat on. A lot of yeah. our listeners and viewers might not know what speed to power is. Right? Can you break oh, okay. that down? Speed to power.
0: Yeah. Uh, speed to power is uh, getting off the ball as fast as you can, uh, trying to make the... So for, for the listeners, uh, we look at offensive linemen as defensive backs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We look at DNs as wide receivers. All right? That's a good way of putting it. All right. So we we trying to speed the offensive lineman feet up, make him backpedal as fast as he can so we can stab that inside shoulder, you know, and catch him off balance while he's backpedaling to sit him down.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, uh, so that's that's what we call speed to power. And the same thing goes for wide receivers when they try to, you know, uh, make uh receiver sit down, you know, they do the stutter. Yep. You feel me? So uh, just let go or whatever. So uh, being able to, you know what I'm saying, transition those mechanics and and, and use them, like, you know, he'll be good. Michael Farris would be pretty good because he would be able to play DB too. I
1: mean, he ran 4-3, so ain't too much right. he can't play.
0: Okay. I'm telling you. Yeah.
1: Hey, that's I like that. That's a, that's yeah, a unique way of go breaking go it down, though, uh, Tank. That's a great job how you broke that down, looking at the difference positions, because, yes, wide receivers try to threaten our toes to kind of get mm-hmm. us off balance. to hit us with a move to go around. You guys do the same thing when you line up on the offensive lineman. So great way of breaking that down.
2: Hey, real <laughs> quick, talking about Michael Parsons, that Washington game, I can't remember who we was playing, but we had a night game.
1: That oh, man. Long-round. Man, that was a Sunday night game. Oh, Pat P. I that said. was that when they beat up on Washington.
2: No, no, it was the it was the day game. They was in Washington.
1: Oh, that was a day game.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that was late in the year. No, yeah, what you me, what the late you in the year game
1: about? was a Sunday night
2: because okay. the reason
1: why I remember that Sunday so night it was game. was the first
2: game. Day. It was the first game. Yeah, they, they played
1: there. Washington. Yeah, because they because because uh, tank defense. Tank, y'all had a heck, of, a heck of a game defensively, but it screwed up my fantasy uh, playoff hopes. I lost, I ain't getting the playoffs because y'all beat up on the Cowboys. I was playing against the Cowboys defense. Y'all scored almost 30 points in fantasy. Man, I'm still hot about that. When you got that fumble, you got, didn't you score a touchdown on the fumble? Uh, no, I no,
0: think no. Randy, I think Randy- that was Randy. A, Randy. Randy caught a pick.
2: The pick uh, and scored a and touchdown. D, no, and,
0: and D.A. scored the touchdown, the fumble, the touchdown.
2: Mm-hmm. Mike Micah had,
0: had Micah had two sacks. In a sack. I had I had a sack forced fumble.
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Uh Man. Trayvon. Shoot. I ain't no telling him he probably
1: did. So I think he had two ready, picks. He <laughs> had a, he got to pick the first game. Man, I'm I'm playing against the Cowboys defense in fantasy football. I got a substantial lead. Before y'all kick off that Sunday night game, I'm up by like 20 points. I say, man, I know Cowboys going to beat them up, but they ain't going to beat them up that bad. I'm good. The pop fantasy popped by almost $5,000 to get in the playoffs. I got to get yeah. in there. Man, I'm looking at the game. The first play, pick, Trayvon Davis. Let's see what the freak Heineke doing. <laughs> Next play, sack, fumble. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Man, when that touchdown, <laughs> when that when y'all score right that defensive I- touchdown. Man, Pat P, man, they score that defensive <laughs> touchdown, man. Almost, almost throw my remote control through the wall, man.
0: You knew it was over there, huh? Like
1: Would you say, Tank?
0: I said, you knew it was over there, huh? It was too man, many points listen, by then, huh? Man, <laughs> man, listen, I was
1: trying to get that pot. That pot was heavy. I can't even get in the playoffs because y'all beat up on on Washington like that, man. T- Taylor, Tyler, Taylor Heineke. I keep messing up the name. Hey, so, so right. what made
0: you, what make you uh, go against the Cowboys defense?
1: No, defense. what happened was the, man, play, man. the the guy I was playing against had yeah. y'all defense.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he yeah. had
1: y'all defense in his lineup, but I'm thinking I knew. I mean, granted, at that time y'all was rolling Washington. You know how it was. They was yeah inconsistent. quarterbacks. I didn't expect for y'all to score thirty points
2: in three, in yeah. three plays. <laughs>
1: Right, Basically in three plays. I ain't expect that, man. I've lost out on a good pot, man. My vert looking sick, like Trick used to say, man. I think I lost Jeez, that man. And, 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 and that's what
0: I spoke on earlier, you know, uh, with Von Miller. Uh, you know, if he's able to, you know, join the band, uh, you know what I'm saying? Being able to, you know, piggyback off of each other's uh, success. And, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that makes you more hungry. Like, shoot, I'm a dog out here, too. Like, right. my boy yeah. out here balling, shoot. I got to get me one. You know what yeah. I mean? So... Uh being able to see the guys, you know, ball out, shoot them, don't do nothing but make everybody else around us better.
2: Yeah. Well, Tate, tell me this real quick. How important was Dan Quinn last year to this to this defense? And and also how important it is knowing that he's coming back in 2022, knowing that he had head coaching opportunities.
0: Yeah, man. Um, you know, shout out to DQ, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, you know, and that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to come back uh, too. Um, uh, you know, uh, Pat, as you know, um, shoot, man, you you only get you know a certain amount of special coaches in the league. Okay. you know what I'm saying. Uh, coaches that uh, you know, mean what they say are true leaders. You know, and plus also uh, guys guides, guides you through the process. Right. Um, and uh, shoot, man, I don't have two great uh defensive coordinators and rod marinelli and you know now dq and um you know i'm saying being able to see both of them styles and you know uh how how rod is uh you know uh more demanding more demanding and you know pushing you you know out on the field but also uh like physics philosophically like a god you know what i'm saying like you know, uh, he, he'll put the right words in your ear, you know, to make you go out there and think you really a warrior, you know? So, uh, you know, being able to be, uh, the DQ and, uh, you know, also see those similarities, uh, you know, how he, you know, how he builds, you know, builds the guys up to be warriors and, uh, you know, also, uh, you know, guides us on guides us on the field and, you know, takes us through the training routines, you know, as a, As a D coordinator, you know, most D coordinators coordinators just sit back and, you know, watch their guys work instead of being out there, you know, in the dirt with you, you know, working, making sure you're out there and bending your knees, getting better, and so forth. So, uh, man, shoot, I'm just glad, you know, that I got a true leader, you know, uh, as a D coordinator. Yeah. Well, let's take
1: a look at the uh, NFC. Russ Mm -hmm. left. Rodgers is back. Brady is is back. Where do you feel the Cowboys fit after all the offseason moves so far? When you look at some of the playoff caliber teams
0: in the NFC, well, uh, you know I know for sure we ain't going nowhere. You uh, know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's the main thing. Uh, really can't tell you how teams looking right now. I know a lot of teams losing pieces and also gaining pieces, but yep, yep. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Jacksonville looking pretty good right now. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, uh, we don't know who playoff caliber teams at at the moment. Um, it's all about, you know, this work in the offseason and, you know, building the complete team because there's going to be a lot of new guys, uh, especially with the draft. No question.
2: Yeah, I can see that. What you guys, what you think you guys got to do to get over that playoff hunt?
0: Uh, I mean, I think we got to do a lot. Uh, discipline, uh, more discipline, uh, uh, being able to understand um, the situations and also, you know, uh, being able to stay uh, mindful that the game levels are going to change, but we can't change. You know, uh, being able to stay neutral, you know, through, through that process of, of the 60 minutes that we're out there. Um, and shoot, man, also just feeding off each other energy, you know, being, uh, I feel like, you know, some, some situations be too big for certain men, Mm
2: -hmm. you
0: know what I mean? And, uh, you know, as a Dallas Cowboy, shoot,
2: everybody in the world wants you to, huh? (laughs) I said, as a Dallas Cowboy, every moment big.
0: (laughs) You feel me? As a Dallas Cowboy, every moment big, and everybody wants you to fail. So, (laughs) you already know, Pat, like being able to come to Dallas and play, you like, shoot, man, I got to make sure I cross this off the list. We got to beat the Dallas Cowboys no matter what. You know what I mean? And and that's how everybody feels. So, you know, uh, for us, like, if we ain't bringing our A game, you know, every time, like, shoot, it's going to be a bad day. You know? Hey, well, Tank, before we let you
1: go, we got a few questions we're going to hit you with. We're going to transition to our superlative part of the show, right? So Mm rapid-fire questions. We want your honest, unbiased answer. First question I have for you. Best part about playing for the Cowboys, and what's the worst part?
0: The best part is, uh, you know, the love and support from the fans. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, dumb understanding, like, shoot, It's it's Cowboys since day one, and, you know, it's Cowboys till we die. And, you know, uh, being able to have the old rada die fans uh, to support you and understand uh, that you're trying to bring a Super Bowl back to the city. uh, It do not get no better. But Mm -hmm. the worst thing, uh, I feel, the fans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're the best and the worst (laughs) things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I get, I feel you on that. When I feel you on that, one. I feel you on that. <laughs> Best defensive a player that you ever played with.
0: Best defensive player I ever played with. I gotta say, Michael Parsons. Now, shoot. Ooh, uh, already? You know, yeah, man. Uh, being able to, you know, uh, play with a defensive rookie of the year, but also being able to have that type of talent uh, and be that type of caliber player, you know, uh, shoot, man. It's dope. Um, so, you know, Michael Parsons, I got to go with Michael Parsons. Like, you, you got to understand Aaron Donald was, you know, a defensive player, of the year. player, not a defensive player of the year, but a uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, You know what I mean? So, shoot, like, I feel like, you know, he's one of those caliber players. We ain't seen a linebacker like this for a long time. No, no question. No
1: question. We, okay. So most hated team in your division? You got the Eagles. You got the uh, commanders. I got to get used to saying that. Commanders and the Giants. Who do you hate the most and why?
0: Who do I hate the most? It got to be the Eagles first. Eagles first is because, um, you know, Eagles always find a way to have a good team. And um, being able to see the Eagles win the Super Bowl before me, it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's like,
0: how in the hell did this happen, and what year did this happen? Because it happened, but I just cannot remember it. And who was the quarterback? Because I know Boles. Carson Wentz did not win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like, uh, you know, being able to, you know, play the Eagles every year—that that definitely resonates with me. Uh-huh. And so they definitely. met. But I got family in Philly too, so my family, Dallas Cowboys fans, and. You know, she. when I go out there, they always give me a home-cooked meal, and she.
2: we always talk junk to, you know, the whole city of Philly, it'd be a good time. Yeah, that's what's up, man? Okay. My last one I got for you before we let you get back to your family, your favorite sack of your career. Favorite sack has, has
0: to be the rookie sack. Uh, yeah. But that gotta be number one, and then my uh, playoff sack against Russell Wilson.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you know, and uh, shoot, I, I say the the, uh, the rookie sack uh, against Detroit. And the playoffs huge. Yeah, it was huge for me because, uh, you know, on that big stage and being able to make that play as a rookie to seal the game, you know, uh, after I made that big play to lose the game as a rookie, uh, I mean, it was sensational, man. And shoot, uh, I feel like at that moment, i seen, like, what my career can be
2: as a Cowboy.
1: That's pretty mm. good. Well said. Well said. Well, hey, Tank, man, number one, thank you for joining us. All things covered. I know Cowboy Nation is going to love this episode. Newly paid. As my uncle used to say, get that handsome ransom. Boy, you got that That's handsome ransom, ransom from uh, Jarrah. Newly paid DeMarcus Lawrence. Lawrence us here. Eight-year pro, two-time pro bowler. Go ahead and get well, – you at 48-and-a-half sacks. So go ahead and go ahead and surpass that 50 number. Yeah, that's coming up Easily. Soon. Go ahead and Indeed, surpass it. Boys. Man, I can tell you this much, Tank. Listen, all I ask for y'all, if I happen to play against y'all this year in fantasy, man, don't – defensively, don't go score 30
0: points against me, man. It's Let me fun. get in the playoff. I mean, you already know the arsenal that we got. So you might as well go ahead and try to pick us first before you got to play against us. Hey, no question. Not to mention, like you said,
1: man, y'all might, y'all might add another dynamic piece to that defense. Yeah. Than Mr. Vaughn Miller. So whew, look out, Philly. Look out, Washington. Look out at Giants. But Tank, man, thank you for joining us, man. Best of luck to you this upcoming season. And uh enjoy your family. Enjoy your vacation.
2: Your, your new vacation Appreciate coming it, up. Go ahead and
1: have fun. Yes, yeah, sir. All right,
2: you. take care. <laughs>